Hello, sweet ones, and welcome to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I have created this space to nourish you with guided meditations, to support your healing journey with Reiki practices, and to inspire, lead, and teach developing healers and intuitives. I invite you now to breathe deeply, to open your mind, to expand your heart space, and to call your soul to rise to the surface as you settle in to receive these offerings. Let's get started. Hello, hello, sweet ones. Thank you for tuning in to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I am so grateful you are here. Today, I want to answer a question that comes up a lot in my world, and that is, how do I connect to the world of spirit? How do I connect to my spirit guides, my angels, my spirit team, to past loved ones who have moved on? How can I start to pick up their messages? So this episode is all about tuning into and developing your intuitive senses. Information is all around us all the time. It is carried on waves of energy and our universe is saturated with information, most of which we can't really perceive or we have been conditioned to not perceive it. And while this may sound a little woo-woo, you know, reflect on how do radios work? How does your phone work? This technology that we have come to rely on so heavily is built upon the idea, built upon the fact that there are invisible waves of energy that carry information. The only difference here is that instead of having some little uh, contraption in your pocket, you are the antenna to pick up this information. Tuning into the spirit world is no different than using your phone. You just have to practice tuning in. You have to learn to adjust your psychic antenna to perceive what is there. Living in a world full of flashing lights and loud noise and intense flavors and smells means that most of us really need to learn and practice paying attention to what is subtle. It means that we have to develop our intuitive senses, and these are often referred to as the clairs. The clairs are simply channels of perceiving subtle information of spirits. You are using your normal senses, your normal way of understanding the world, but you're attuning them to what is typically way more subtle. So yes, there are the rare cases where someone has this profound experience of seeing, uh, you know, visually ghosts or apparitions or hearing a booming voice coming from a bush or... Uh, Things like that where it's like, whoa, this profound physical experience. Those are 
exceedingly rare, even questionable sometimes. The world of spirit, the ethereal realm, is a realm of subtle energy. High frequency, subtle energy. It does not exist on the same energetic plane as dense physical matter. And so it is going to be very unlikely, not impossible, but unlikely that that is how you will be connecting to spirit. So let's take a look at what the clairs are. So clairvoyance means clear seeing. This is where information comes as visuals. And most often this is just a visual, a flash, a sight of something in your mind's eye. Yes, occasionally people see flickers or flashes or light or energy in the outer world. Um, I once had the walls of my treatment space, which are blue, they actually momentarily flashed pink. And when I, I didn't know what it meant. I just saw pink walls, like saw them with my eye. The walls appeared pink. And when I shared this with uh, the person that I was working on, um, she had come in hoping to connect with her niece who had recently passed. And then she told me that she had just been sitting in her niece's room and the walls were pink. So for her, it meant a lot. For me, I had no idea what it meant. I just saw the walls turn pink. And so I told her the walls flashed pink for a moment and it landed for her. Um, so spirit did come through in a physical way. Uh, I have also seen just like a letter um, standing out in the fluff of a blanket in the room. So I looked at the blanket and it looked like there was a letter F carved into the blanket. Um, so again, that's a more tangible way of like seeing it in the physical world. Those are more rare. Often what happens is I will just have a vision like in my mind, it's like I'm looking at a sunset or seeing a rainbow uh, in the sky above waves that are crashing on a beach. Um, so often I will just have these little flashes or just the other day I saw what looked like I was staring at a fish that was one inch away from my eyes and all I could see were fish scales. And, um, but it was just a flash in my mind's eye. It did not actually appear to be a fish in physical form in front of my face. So these are often very, very subtle, but they come through as a vision, almost like a daydream. And then clear audience means clear hearing. So when we tune into this clear, we often hear things. Again, typically we hear things internally. What often throws people off is that we will often hear things in our own inner voice. And then we're like, no, that's just my rambling brain. So it's quite easy to dismiss it. Um, but it is something, again, that you're going to just have to practice tuning into and discerning what is yours, what is something that you are just thinking about and getting to, 
And what is something that it's almost like it was just whispered in your ear, something that you just heard, uh, even though it sounded kind of like it came in through your own voice. Common things here, you may just have song lyrics that start to pop into your head. You may hear the whisper of a name or even a sound like a dog barking. Um, I have very rarely heard audible sounds that literally made me turn my head because it was the sound was external. It was like vibrating my inner eardrum. Um, so I have been working on someone and I heard this angelic humming and I actually had to look because I thought my client was singing or humming, but they were actually pretty much asleep. So it wasn't them. I've also had the experience of being in a meditation and hearing someone else's voice in my ear, um, inviting me into a certain practice that is beyond the scope of this podcast, but it has happened very rarely, but it can happen. You hear an external sound. So clairvoyance is clear seeing, clear audience is clear hearing. Uh, the next one I want to touch on is clairsentience, and this means clear feeling. This is when you start to feel what another person feels. So most highly sensitive people are very clairsentient, and they might not even know it. When you go out and start to take on what others are experiencing, whether that is pain, whether that is anxiety, whether that is stress or grief, if we don't recognize that we are feeling something that belongs to someone else, we may actually attach to it and keep it alive inside of us. We keep that feeling going. We're like, I don't know why I'm so anxious. And then you start to like get anxious about being anxious, but it actually was never your anxiety to start with. Um, as someone who is very clairsentient, who is very sensitive, I find the best way to support myself is to have a morning ritual of tuning in before I do anything else, before I have breakfast or tea or look at my phone, I tune in to feel, like really feel what is mine, what is here, what is present for me today so that when I move into my day, I can really discern whether something is mine or not. So if something happens and all of a sudden I'm feeling radically different than I did throughout the day, I can be fairly sure that it's not mine. And as soon as I recognize that I'm picking something up from someone else, it stops impacting me. Um, so before I see clients in my Reiki practice, sometimes I will feel anxiety before they even come in the door. And if I'm not paying attention, I can think the anxiety is my own. But as soon as I recognize, oh, I haven't been anxious all day. This probably isn't mine. That feeling starts to soften. And 99% of the time, when that happens, my client arrives and I find out that they are carrying this sense of anxiety. I also, sometimes it comes through, I'll be speaking to someone and I will feel like knots in my stomach or I'll start to feel this sense of um pain in the back of my head or this contraction through the heart center 
And usually that is me picking up on physical symptoms of my client. So it's good to, again, know your baseline before you engage in the world. And then especially if you are professionally um, seeing people for energy work or for psychic readings or anything like that, so, so important to know what is yours so that then you can discern what's coming through because that's really helpful information. If someone can walk in your door and you can be like, whoa, I'm picking up your anxiety, I'm picking up there's a headache, I'm picking up there's this, this, this. And immediately that person feels so seen and it establishes trust. So if you are highly sensitive, you are probably very clairsentient and you it's going to be a superpower um, as long as you are really mindful of how it works. If you are not mindful of how it works, you're a bit of a sponge. You're going to start to absorb the chaos of the world into you. Um, and that's really heavy to carry. So just something to be mindful of. Okay, moving on here. Claire aliens means clear smelling. So this is when we start to notice a scent, an aroma, but we cannot trace a physical source for it. Um, for me, sometimes I will catch the scent of roses, of cigarette smoke. I even once could smell vitamin C and it seemed like such a weird thing to pick up, but I, I don't filter anything that I share with clients. I just tell them what comes through. And I said, I picked up, it smelled like the smell that I get when I open my bottle of vitamin C. And she laughed and of course was saying, oh, I just had my first uh, vitamin C infusion. So um, yeah, sometimes we can pick up on this subtle information using our sense of smell. Claire Gustin's uh, similar to clairaliance uh, means clear tasting. So this is the ability to taste something that isn't physically there. So I personally have never experienced this in my practice, not that I can recall right now anyway, uh, but what it would come across as is a sudden uh, flash of taste. And it could be something like t having that taste of your grandmother's soup or of fresh watermelon that connects you to something. Uh, so typically this would come through from, I would say, a connection to someone from your past where it is a flavor, it is a taste that reminds you of them or that there's a connection between you and someone else based on taste. And finally, clear cognizance, and this means clear knowing. This one's a little tricky because all it is, is you just know something. You don't know how you know. There's no logical basis for knowing. You just know. The best way to describe this is information just pops into your head. There is no rational reason for you to know or think or suggest a certain thing, but it is just there. Uh, so an example of this, I was walking through the forest one day and I looked up and I saw an eagle and I knew that it was someone who had passed on 
and there's no physical basis for it. But I was like, this is a symbol for me. This is this past loved one coming through. And I just knew it. Um, so those are the Claire's. And circling back to the original question, how do I know what my guides are telling me? How do I know if something is a sign? You need to just practice paying attention and practice trusting what comes through. And that is a process that has taken me years. For a long time in my own practice, I would not have told someone that the walls flashed pink. I would have just assumed that I was seeing things that weren't there Uh, because I couldn't say what it meant. I wouldn't know why the walls would flash pink. So I would have filtered that. What I have learned is I do not filter information that comes through because the information that comes through when I'm reading for someone else, it's not meant for me. It's meant for them. And so when I don't know what to do with information, I just tell them. I was working on you. I looked up and the walls for a moment turned pink. So I tell them what happened and how I perceived it. And they get to filter it. They could walk away and be like, she's totally crazy. I'm fine with that. Because more often than not, they're going to walk away and be like, whoa, I cannot believe my grandmother, my niece, my loved one, my angel, my whoever was able to come through in a way that I knew it was them. That there's no way she could have guessed that I was just in someone's room who passed on and it was pink, right? And so if you are reading for someone else, let yourself off the hook. You don't have to make meaning. You don't have to. And that's where you're going to get derailed is when you start like, I saw a crow and then it meant this and this is what's opening up for you and blah, blah, blah. And you start making stuff up. Don't do that. Stick with the very basics. I got the scent of cigarettes. And then someone's like, oh yeah, that's my aunt. She's always with me or whatever it might be, right? Um, So you don't have to worry about being right. You just have to pay attention, tune in, and convey whatever comes through. Now, if you are reading for yourself, if you are in your own personal life, practicing connecting to spirits, it's going to be a practice. And the biggest practice isn't even so much picking up the signs because honestly, you probably already are. You are probably already seeing that eagle and being like, I bet that is so-and-so. And then you're like, no, no, that's just me making stuff up. You are going to feel like you're making it up a little bit because it, it is subtle and you will easily be able to talk yourself out of it. So the biggest practice for you is actually trusting Trusting the signs and the messages and the impressions that come through. Trust yourself. And the more you trust yourself and the more you dive into it and the more you look for signs and affirm, wow, I see you. 
I saw you come through in this sign or in this thing that I just heard in my head or this thing that I just know. You're going to open yourself. You're going to cast a wider net to pick up more and more and more. So it is a practice of trusting yourself, trusting your intuition. You don't need someone to do this for you. Most of what I bring through in sessions for other people, it's not new. It's not new information. It's only a reminder, an affirmation, or a validation of what that person already knows, but they don't feel confident affirming it to themselves. They're just looking for someone else to validate. I never share something and people are like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. I can't believe that came through. It's usually like, yeah, I know that and I needed to hear it from someone else. So developing your own capacity to connect to the spirit realm for your own personal growth, for your own soul medicine is most deeply simply a practice of trusting yourself and trusting the messages that come through. All right, so I hope this was helpful for you. If you have any questions or any ideas, like if you're like, I want to know more about this one specific piece of this episode, just drop it in the comments. Um, I love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Liz Nurland. Um, send your questions there and I am happy to address them and take this a little bit deeper. All right, sweet ones. Until next time, take care.